Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomer women who are embracing life as we grow older. No invisible shrinking violets here. We're an amazing and bodacious group of women who are revolutionizing and reinventing the spirit and style of aging. And speaking of reinventing aging, our guest today, Cheryl Benton, is spearheading a media movement to do just that. Cheryl is the founder-publisher of The Three Tomatoes, a lifestyle media company with a website, newsletters, podcasts, and events for grown-up women. She's the author of two novels, Can You See Us Now?, and the sequel, Can You Hear Us Now?, and two humor books, Martini Wisdom and More Martini Wisdom, that she co-wrote with her daughter. Her latest venture is The Three Tomatoes Book Publishing, which she founded two years ago and has now published over 24 books and counting under the imprint. But Cheryl's joining us today to share all about her latest novel, which is not only a delightful read, it celebrates we feisty women growing older in today's culture. It's called Can You Hear Us Now? And the title says it all. Welcome, Cheryl. Oh, thank you for that fabulous introduction and yes i can hear you now (laughs) goody well and i have had the great pleasure of interviewing you before so welcome back to the show and a huge congratulations on this latest book oh thank you so much yeah it's it's been it's been very fun i have to say well fun fun i'm glad you're having fun doing it because it is such an entertaining and fun read but there's also a message in it uh, as with all of your work about living life to the fullest at any age so please give us a little bit of a background about the book and the main characters which are which is actually again following along from the can you see us now your first book with these characters exactly so the story follows three best friends Susie Madge and Trish who've been friends best friends since their early 20s and in the first book they were just turning 50 Um, they had great lives great careers and then suddenly 50 hit and everything seemed to start started to go downhill. You know, they started to feel marginalized. Things started to change in their careers. They started to feel invisible, and they decided that they weren't they were going to do something about that. And they really shake up their own lives. But throughout the story, and there's so much that goes on in the you know in the first book with their with their lives but throughout the story they are bolstered by not only each other but a wonderful group of friends they all live in New York City and a wonderful group of women who call themselves the ripe tomatoes who are <laughs> you know 50s 60s 70s and 80s and they're wonderful women who are really such great role models and fully living their lives so it's kind of funny because when i finished that book i really felt that I was, the book was done. <laughs> and then what happens, and it's funny, I've talked to other people, I just started to feel like the characters were starting to speak to me again. And I'm like, you know what, I don't think their story is really finished. So the sequel is Can You Hear Us Now, which I had really never expected there to be a sequel, but it's now five years later, and um, life again has 
started to to change. There's loss. There's betrayals. The business that they started has been taken over by corporate sharks. <laughs> One of Madge's husband is running for the Senate, Senate, and that puts their family in jeopardy. And the story goes from New York City to Ethiopia to the beautiful North Fork vineyards of Long Island. So. There's a lot going on, but again, with both books, it's really celebrating the the power and the importance of our women friends. And, of course, all the characters are these wonderful women over the age of 50, and you don't see that in, in a lot of books or anywhere these days. So it's nice to celebrate women at every age, and the book does that. Absolutely, and of course that is your your entire career revolves around that at this point, and it's so inspiring, it really is. But I do have to mention both the titles, Can You See Us Now and Can You Hear Us Now, and you brought up that invisibility factor. Do you think that's changing? I mean, I again, I think uh, boomers have really kind of pushed the limits on a lot of things, but I think we are really, as I say, revolutionizing aging at this point. We are, and I and I do think it's changing, and I'm really happy to see this. You know, because like you, we've been you know we've been talking about this for for a long time now. I think you know you were one of the first women in this space of you know over 50 women, as was I. In the beginning, we weren't seeing a lot a lot of change, but I think we're definitely seeing that now. And there's a lot of um, I think positive trends. There are products being now created for women over 50. You know, we're seeing, still not enough, but we're definitely seeing more women being portrayed in in film and in and, and TV and, you know, not as somebody's grandmother, but as, you know, the vital women that we are. So I do, I do start to see it changing. Not enough, we're not quite there yet, and ageism, unfortunately, still, still exists, but um, it's changing, and that's a good thing. Well, and Cheryl, not to get too personal here, but, of course, your books do kind of, well, not kind of, they do. There's a lot of the three tomatoes in in your books. Is there a certain amount of autobiographical information you're sharing in the book? Well, you know, it's it's of course, you know, you're always it's your you always write what you know, but it's it's me, but it's also all the incredible women that I know. So there's really a little bit of all of us in there, you know. It's it's you know the characters all live in New York, and it's always funny because my New York friends are always trying to figure out which character is the person that we know, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, it's based on a lot of different people and 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 and. Uh, and different traits that we all have. So I think it's sort of the universal feelings of a lot of women. And that's what I try to capture with it. Well, and I love when the characters speak to you because I, I bet they, I mean, they are so vibrant and vital. You know, I bet they say, okay, now, Cheryl, tell them that I said this. You know, I think yes. Channeling effect with some of these when you're writing. It has, well, honestly, when I sat down with the first book and then the second book, once I actually sat down and write it, the characters took over. It's the only way I can describe it. I, mean, I just felt like the book wrote itself, you know, I had somehow given them control, and I just had to hit the keyboard. 
That has got to be such an adventure. I mean, for you as well as, as again, for your readers. Um, but I do want to kind of broaden this a little bit because you're into so many, so many things. Uh, I really love the fact that the under the you know you have created your own publishing venture, and I, I you sent me a quote which I want to say. Make sure that we tell you say women have stories to tell and their voices need to be heard. I love that, Cheryl. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, this is the most, the best thing that came out of of, of, of writing the first book because I published, I self-published the book, and it did well. And then my daughter and I put together this, you know, funny little book called Martini Wisdom, and that <laughs> we still don't know how it did this, but it somehow ended up on Amazon's hot new releases and stayed there for like almost three weeks. Wow. So. That that was really fun. But what happened after that was I started having a lot of people approaching me and saying, you know, I really enjoyed these books. How did you do this? I'm writing. I have a manuscript or, you know, I've tried the traditional publishing route. I'm feeling frustrated. And I kept hearing this over and over again. And that's when I realized that there really was an opportunity. And I had learned so much through, you know, self-publishing and, you know, sort of the ins and outs, and I had looked at every alternative out there. And, um, you know, it's no secret the traditional publishing world has changed so much, and it's it's yeah. very, very difficult to get to get published these days. And even if you do, the royalties aren't there anymore. There aren't advances. And unless you're a top, top-selling author, um you, they don't do any marketing for you either, which is why more and more people are looking at other alternatives. So I decided, actually I had an opportunity to help a, a woman with her book, and she became the first book under our imprint. So we started the Three Tomatoes Book Publishing, and that was two years ago, and we just published our 24th book under the imprints. And I'm telling you, they're wonderful books they range from novels to poetry to business books, and we just recently published our first children's book, which is absolutely beautiful, and it's, it's by a psychologist, and, it, and it's about helping children deal with a grandparent with Alzheimer's, and it's just so beautiful. But the quality Aww. and the stories, and that's when you realize that there's so much talent out there. So it's been, the honestly, the most gratifying thing I have ever done because I feel like it's been such a great thing to help other women, you know, realize their dreams too with getting published and and, and dreams that were well-deserved, believe me. Wow, Cheryl. I mean, you really are. I, I mean, we are so lucky at this time to be our age that we are. People like you that are providing these kind of platforms for us and informational resources. But even you, I'm thinking the three tomatoes, you and your fellow tomatoes, and I'm a ripe one. i got to say, these is really getting <laughs> ripe. <laughs> But, I, I mean, we were all kind of hit with the pandemic. Everybody went through stuff. How were you able to keep the organization thriving and, you know, creating all these events? And all? how did you guys deal with this? Well, you know, we we started doing things virtually. I mean, at the right around the time when the pandemic started, we, we were planning a, a, our huge annual renewal summit that we do every year. And we had speakers and everyone lined up, and we were like, well, we could just not do this 
postpone it for a little while, right? <laughs> We're finally doing the first live one next May, so it'll be almost three years, three years later. But we turned oh. that into a virtual conference, and it was and, and it was terrific. And then, because I do love books and stuff, we started the Three Tomatoes Book Club, and we um, we've done so many book Zoom events with the authors, many of them best-selling novelists, um, memoirs, you name it. That's been terrific. Uh, early on, we started because I had so many friends especially in New York City, who lived alone, and it was so difficult for them. And I said, well, let's just, anyone who wants to join me for tomato cocktails on Wednesday night, here's a Zoom link. And we have this group of women. We have now been doing Wednesday night tomato Zoom cocktails now for (laughs) going on, you know, what is it, 20 months now or something, close to two years. And a lot of us didn't know each other before. And it's amazing how you can really form incredible friendships when you do Zoom calls every week. And now some of us have had the chance to meet for lunch in the city, and it's just been so terrific. So we just really try to keep people in the loop by providing contact and ways for them to connect. And I think that was so critical for all of us during, you know, these very difficult months was to be to stay connected. And that's what we really focused on. On trying to do well, here you you know they said making lemonade only in your case it was making lemon martinis. <laughs> I just think that sounds like so much fun. And speaking of fun and events, you've got a big something or another coming up on October fourth. So tell us about that. Well, we're so excited because this is our first live event in um, two years. I guess it's been now, and it's our well, it was annual. Now it's the semi-annual. But we do a show. It's called Tomatoes Got Talent. This will be our seventh show. It's a talent show for women over 40. Um, they um, they have to, you know, be people who aren't professional. Some of them may have started out as pros in their, you know, younger years and went on to do other things. And every year we have auditions. We're always amazed with the amount of women who come out to audition. We have trouble picking 12 out of that group uh-huh. and uh we've got the live show this monday night in new york city and we're so excited and for the first time ever we're actually doing um we're also selling streaming tickets so um it, people can watch it live too because we know a lot of people still aren't comfortable going into enclosed places and also it gives a chance now for people all over the country to actually experience the entire show and i have to tell you of everything we do it's my most favorite event because it is so inspiring and it really taps into everything that we tell women and that we're cheerleaders for women over 50 60 and beyond is we're never too old to give up on our dreams and keep living that life to the fullest and this talent show says that in spades so it's very exciting well, I have to add to Cheryl. I think everything you do says that in spades. You are inspiring. I love your energy. I love your message. I love all this. So, for the few of listeners out there who may not be familiar with the Three Tomatoes, tell us how people can find out more about you, your books, your newsletter, and of course the the ripe and three the three and extra ripe <laughs> tomatoes as well. <laughs> 
Well, they can go to the3tomatoes.com. The three is spelled out. Uh, you can visit our website, sign up for our newsletters. You'll find out everything that we're doing. And also on that website, there's also a link to our book publishing website, which is separate, but you can get there from our from the3tomatoes.com. So we're always interested in talking to anyone out there who is thinking about publishing a book or is ready to publish a book. So 